0: If you know me, you know I love high-quality clothes and occasionally a luxury item here or there, but I hate spending luxury prices, so I rarely buy anything really nice for myself. That was until I discovered Quince. They have so much good stuff for you guys. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I love that. It's also really important to me that the clothes I wear are created in a safe environment. And Quince only works with factories that use ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So obviously, I really love that. I bought a Mongolian cashmere sweater from Quince and no joke, I have worn it. Once a week, all fall and winter long. It's so soft, premium quality, and looks like I spent a fortune on it, but it was only 50 bucks. I've told all of my friends about Quint. I also love their men's line and have gotten some nice activewear and performance tees for Andrew that he loves. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quint.com/ eastham for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash EastFam to get free shipping and a 365 day returns. Quince.com slash EastFam. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And
1: the things they go through.
0: Today is a really fun one because you've heard us talk about this company before, but now we're talking to the founders, Ben and Corley Spell.
1: They founded Good Ranchers together. And let me tell you, I was so pleasantly surprised at the things I learned from these two. We had the pleasure of having them here in studio. Mm-hmm. And just to name a few things that I learned from them. Okay. One, uh, Corley mentioned that they don't know what next year is going to look like, mm-hmm. but they know it's going to be the best year yet. And just that mindset of like optimism mm-hmm. and hope. I think is really important and actually making it the best year yet. It's like, it doesn't matter what happens. They think it will be the best. And that's great.
0: We talked through with them how they founded the good ranchers Mm -hmm. and all of kind of the trials and tribulations that they went through, but how they approached the business world with their morals, their foundations, their beliefs and values and how they never jeopardized it, which I think was really cool.
1: That's right. Another thing I learned from them was Ben was talking about how vital and crucial it is to have a wife who supports the husband and how his wife's support and his mission and calling made all the difference and vice versa and vice versa 100 no 100 percent. but he's the one that said it yeah anyway they founded this company together and they're just really fun i think Mm -hmm. you'll enjoy this interview looking forward to hearing what you learned from this without further ado we bring you ben and corley spell
0: whether we use this or not i have so many questions
1: okay let's Um, go
0: like the first thing i tried of your guys's was burgers hamburgers oh yeah and it was so good so good how is your hamburger that much different <laughs> yeah.
2: Cuz so we have two different we have two different burgers. We have uh we have a straight Angus um, okay. which so this is another thing with burgers in the grocery store. Um burgers is just ground beef, right? Yeah. So um and most of the like in the grocery store, for sure in your grocery store, and, and like most people what they're doing is they're just taking all of the like all of the crap, all of the yep. and just grinding it and so and making ground okay. meat out of it. Um uh, we actually grind steak like the, the like, um, yeah. like your New York strips, your filet mignon, your ribeye, like we grind the trimmings of our steak um, and um, and and it's and it's pure bread. It's all Angus. So uh, versus like just because um, you can buy uh, processors can just buy like truckloads of trimmings and they'll mix them all together and, just, and they yeah. just like and it's going to the masses and that's going to your fast food restaurants, going to your grocery stores going stuff like that. We um, were very, 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 very selective um, on on our ground beef because we, we don't sell anything that we won't eat in our own house, that we won't feed our own kids. It's yeah. kind of a rule we, we made a few years ago.
3: Yeah,
1: Can we back up? I want to hear the story <laughs> of Ben and Corley. Yeah. How long have you been married? When did you date? How did this guy propose? <laughs> Spill the tea.
3: I mean, that was a whirlwind romance <laughs> right there. We, we got married in 2015,
2: but we- PG version
3: <laughs> <I know>. yeah. <laughs> yeah we were only dating for six months and engaged for like a month and then we eloped wow Dominican in yeah,
0: 2015 October. wait October. what's
3: the non PG
2: version <laughs> 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 right fill the when the cameras are off <laughs> yeah um, there's a
1: not there is a non PG version no I thought it's, it's not a joke. It's, okay
2: yeah it was a, it was mostly <laughs> 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 I took her to a restaurant where some friends of mine were playing live music and and I, they called me up on the stage, and I
1: sang Ed Sheeran's "Thinking Out Loud." Okay, so, <laughs> so for for the listeners who don't know, you you're not just some random karaoke guy. You yes, had I mean, a, yeah. you had history in music.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. As yes. a worship pastor. Yep.
2: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was.
1: I play piano and guitar and
2: write and produce. And I went to school for um, like audio engineering. So it's
0: weird that I just got intimidated about our audio setup. I was. I immediately was like, it's "Oh, all no. it's all wrong. It's all wrong."
2: I know. She, uh, she. She was laughing. Uh, Corley was laughing um, yesterday when we were driving around Nashville and just kind of talking about uh, our life and our story. In the early days of Good Ranchers, um, we started out of our house and just around a table, and we had like a little. We had a mic in the corner, um, and we were we were writing, producing recording editing. and editing all of our own commercials <laughs> know, Wow! like going ma- nationwide or on like major syndicated radio stations
4: yeah and, stuff and like
2: and uh you know we were doing it all most yeah. i don't think most people do that That's what's amazing. your background then
3: um so after i got out of college still didn't really know what i wanted to do and then i kind of
0: fell into the wedding industry amazing yes
2: does anybody know what they want to do right out i of know they too? don't no
0: I could go on an entire tangent well, of that because I I didn't finish college. I did a year and ended up dropping out. Yeah. But the amount of pressure you put on college kids to have to figure it out. Right. By the time they graduate, they should like be going into their profession. Is I think that's all wrong. Yeah. I completely Anyways. agree. <laughs>
3: like I feel like they should have a few years to get yes. a few
0: jobs, meet some people, see where
3: they fall. Right. So that kind of happened to me. I worked at a venue in Houston, really upscale venue. Cranked out like, I don't know, hundreds of weddings oh a year. It was so Dang. fun. Got a lot of experience there. Yeah, we do like
2: four weddings a day sometimes.
3: Yeah, they had multiple um, I know that's, that's ballrooms really at the venue. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, we could have like four or five going on at once. <sighs> that's so crazy. That feels that less crazy. special. It's like the more wedding more. factory. Yeah. Like <laughs> <the assembly laughs> yeah. Line but you like had yeah. no idea that there was another <laughs> wedding going on. Like they were so great at that. Wow. Interesting. I yeah. mean, touche to them. Yeah. That's a business really man. capitalizing on the real yeah. estate there, um so I did that, and then <laughs> we got married, and I was like, oh, okay, i guess I'm going to be a pastor's wife. <laughs> That's weird, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah. um we got married and yeah. a church
2: in Chicago we were living in Houston a church in Chicago um uh, was very like was very much pursuing us to come, and so we um, we visited a few times, and there was a church in uh San Jose, California, which the weather disparity between San Jose, yeah. California, uh-huh. massive, and Chicago is massive. But we yes. really felt, we really felt called, like that. Chicago is the place, and uh, and we moved there in January, mm-hmm. and just right in the smackdown, snowing sideways, the, and we're like, what? The winter. <laughs> <laughs> like from, Houston, the word, from Houston, from Houston, that's brutal. Yeah. yeah,
0: coming from both of us are from the Midwest, and we know Chicago winters very well. Oh, yeah. that is brutal. That was so yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, we, uh, we, we made it through that winter and um, Barely. We, we said, you know what, this is not God's will. We, <laughs> yeah. we were wrong. <laughs> we missed it. Um, God, if it, even if it is, you know, I'm, <laughs> you can send a whale to get me. I'm, going back yeah. home. Like, yeah.
1: I'm curious, having worked in the wedding industry, yeah. you like are putting on all these weddings, you choose to do the elope mm-hmm. method. Was, okay.
3: So that had a lot to do with it. So whenever we moved to Chicago, I quit the venue, but a lot of my clients still wanted me to do their weddings. And so I was doing that on the side. And then I was like, well, I might as well just turn this into a thing. And so we started Spell Events, which is our wedding planning company. They still have? Yes. Amazing. Yes. Nice, um, love it. What, what was it? You're I busy. just can't I wait. Like, it. this is crazy. I know. It, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so we did that. Moved back to Houston. Had all my clients there. It was great. So we did that together for a while. Um, so you asked about why did we elope versus having like this big ballroom wedding? Mm-hmm. and I think it was because I just saw mm-hmm. that all the time and it just didn't feel like me or I couldn't really see like my family or your family, like in a ballroom together. Mm-mm. So we were you like, couldn't Let's get all of my
2: family to wear their, sh- you know, to keep their shirts on. <laughs> that's my kind of wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> so we saved the money and put it into a house and we were like, let's just go elope and have a nice honeymoon. So we did that. It's amazing. And I, w- I got my parents blessing. They were so yeah. okay with it. We came back like, and then a month later had a, a small intimate reception in their backyard, played our wedding video.
0: It was really sweet. Wow. Yeah. I think that's really cool for yeah. us. We, we were kind of similar in, in, Weird ways. Mm-hmm. We had a huge. I disagree. We had Our a wedding. Hold on, <laughs> I am getting there. We had a, a huge wedding. We had four hundred people wedding. um It's pretty big. It was big, which was so fun. Like I love. It was them. so much fun, but afterwards, and I wouldn't change it. I just felt like I learned a lot. I almost wished we would have eloped because it's almost like you're throwing a party for everyone else but you. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. And so by the time we got like to the hotel room that night, we were like, "What just happened? Did we get married?" Like. And yeah. we just didn't feel like we had that special moment between us. Yeah.
2: yeah. So we'll say that's what um, be, I worked with her um, with our wedding um, planning company for a while before we started Good Ranchers. And um, I
3: would always try to get them to officiate all my weddings. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I had yeah. my share of officiating weddings.
2: Yeah. Um, but um, it, we were really passionate about. Uh, we were we were almost going to just like start a wedding venue because we yeah. saw it done and. and but we were very passionate about um helping the couple yeah. make it special for them yeah and taking all of the pressure and 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 making sure that they like the night can be about them and that mm-hmm. they can actually enjoy it because you're right so many people don't
3: mm-hmm. do that it's like you're on that timeline and we're like we got to get to the next thing let's go let's go yeah.
2: so I should tell some uh Mother of the bride stories. Just oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh.
4: No, honestly, like, we've
3: been really blessed and fortunate to have really sweet brides. Yeah. And most of the time, their moms are, too. So I haven't had too many crazy stories.
1: Is is the term bridezilla just, like, just like almost a nice version of calling this girl, like, just really... If she's a bridezilla, she's not going to be pleasant outside. Like, it's a common theme in life. You <laughs> what know are what I'm you saying? trying to say? I'm just saying, no, what like... What are you trying to I'm say? Like, you're not, you don't just show up on your wedding and you're grumpy. Like, you're always like that. I
0: I mean, you can probably speak more to this, but I think weddings bring out a lot of stress in a lot of people because they feel this expectation to put on such a show for Mm -hmm. other people. And I think that can make people very anxious.
1: And hopefully you're only doing it once. Yes. Do you have any high level tips like for people planning weddings? Like Mm -hmm. if you're going to say three, this is what I'd recommend. Like someone over here in the corner
0: who gets married in two weeks. Boom. Three weeks. Oh,
3: yeah. it's exciting. Um, one, make sure you have a really great wedding planner. That's <laughs> 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 like tip number one. But I do feel like people do try to like skirt around it like, oh, do I really need it? I have a friend or yeah. my mom. or No, because at the end of the day, on the day of your wedding, you want you and your family, all your bridesmaids to be able to relax mm-hmm. and enjoy it and let, you know, the wedding planner do their job, take care of all the fires that are probably put out that you have no idea about. Yeah. Um, And then after that, like, just enjoy every single moment, you know, just don't get caught up in the timeline. Things will come, but don't the things like
2: you think really matter, don't really matter.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
2: main thing, the main thing. Mm. Which is? You're getting married. There we go. Get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're
3: getting married. Yeah. And I would say, like, try to stay together because I see so many weddings where it's so sad because the bride get gets caught up in, like, chatting with her her parents, friends, and, yeah. you know, grooms over here talking to these people. Do you forget, like, oh, we're supposed to be doing this together. Yeah. You know, I feel like at the end of the night, they're like, oh, my gosh. I wasn't even, like, walking around with you. Where were you the whole night? That's Aww, I like that. So. I do,
0: too. So, I'm curious. Something that I feel like you and I, or we both have in common, is just a wide variety of things and interests that yeah. make kind of no sense together. <laughs> so, you guys led a church.
2: Uh, yeah, we were on staff at a church. Yeah,
0: You then are still have a wedding planning vis- business? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'm pretty removed from that. I oversee yeah. everything, but I have a team of girls, and they just run it, and they're amazing. And I haven't taken on any weddings in a few years, but okay, you know, if it's like a friend of a bride, I'll
0: take it. But then you also have a meat company. Yes. That's taking on the world. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: How do these connect, and how did you fall into them in how are they like a reflection of you guys? Right.
2: Yeah. Um, God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Easy answer. Um, yeah. Um, it doesn't, I don't know that any of it connects, um, but you know, we're trying to like kind of put our, put the the pieces of things together um, in our life. I don't know. What do you think?
3: I don't know. I just feel like both of us, and I don't know if it's because we are both creative, but we just never could fit in that like nine to five yeah. corporate situation you know and so we're like okay we gotta hustle and make it on our own being an entrepreneur just came very natural to us so it's just kind of saying yes to opportunities that made sense and
2: yeah yeah I have I mean I have a very eclectic background Mm -hmm. um yeah um so yeah started I was playing music and uh, didn't plan on getting hired by a church or doing even Mm -hmm. doing that and then um the church the church that I was at in Texas, the, the worship pastor left. And instead of hiring someone, I I was, I think I was 19 and working at an insurance company Mm -hmm. and they said, Hey, why don't you just do this? And I said, okay. and So so I just started doing it and, um, and they didn't pay me anything, but like, um, but they, they let me live in a little house behind the church and gave me a, like a, an old car to drive. So I was like, ah, this is really cool. Um, and so I just started doing that and then, um, and then I would teach music on the side. I started like teaching piano and guitar and voice and just doing different different things. And then at the time I was going to, I was was going to school, um, and I realized that I really liked, um, like music production. I liked the the technology side of like running a studio and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I went to school for audio engineering and then, um, a really large church, um, in Houston, um, uh, hired me to to run their studio and do that stuff so and then so I was working behind the scenes doing all the production for this really large church uh, and then the same story their worship pastor left and they were like hey why don't you just take over and so then I just like stepped in and did that um, for about seven or eight years um, somewhere in there I was in a movie you were <laughs> in a movie. <laughs>
1: That story. Oh my god. I just god.
2: Uh, one of my, it's it's on HBO now. This is before um, I knew. It. It's old. It's oh but god. it's like a throwback on HBO now. It's from the movie was in 2008 and uh, I forgot all about it but one of my friends were like, "Hey, look what I just found." What? Um What's yeah. the movie called? Oh god. No. It was
3: Meet the Spartans. Seriously? Oh,
2: let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Talk about shirtless weddings. This guy's out there. Oh, I was one sure. of
2: the you know, the spoof is like there was 13 soldiers instead of the 300 because yeah. 300. I was one of the 13. Wow. That's amazing. I know. And I was just working out at the gym, like hey, again, you know, part of my thing. I was just at the gym and somebody walked in and they were like, Hey, um, you want to be in a movie? And I'm like, Yeah, sure. And so like next thing I know
3: You like, weren't like, this is suspect, like what kind yeah. of movie? I
2: was young and naive. I, it was no right great
3: here. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. And so I went to this, like I showed up to this like warehouse building and, <laughs> and I'm in a room with a bunch of guys and they're like, Okay, everybody take their shirt off. I'm like, okay. Oh
0: my gosh! I'd be like, "What genre are we filming here?"
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny because they didn't. We didn't even know the name of what it was. But I didn't. I never got like a weird vibe. Um, <laughs> and so they were like, "Hey, you, you, and you go to the next room. Everybody else be dismissed." And so then me and three other guys went into the next room, and and then there was, there was these people, and they were like, "I don't remember." And then next day they called me to.
3: They really liked your abs. You did it, man!
1: Yeah, yeah. Well done, yeah. Sean. I got a question for you.
0: Okay, what is it?
1: On a scale from chug to sip, <laughs> how would you rate your hydration style?
0: Um, Interesting question. I would say I'm a sip girl. I <laughs> sip on my coffee for literally hours and sip on water throughout the day. What about you?
1: I would say I'm a chug type of guy, yeah. no doubt. But whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone.
0: I actually really love liquid IV, especially since nursing bear. I feel like I'm always thirsty. I like that it's sugar-free, and it's fun to sip on throughout the day. The flavors are really good, and I've loved having a flavored drink rather than just water in my cup.
1: My favorite flavor is the lemon-lime, and Sean loves strawberry and tropical punch. It's crazy to me that one stick in 16 ounces of water has three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks and eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness.
0: Yes, sir. That's why they say it hydrates better than water alone.
1: However, you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code EASTFAM at checkout.
0: That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code EASTFAM at liquidiv.com.
1: Babe, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. For anyone that listens to this podcast, you already know we love our AG1.
0: That's right. We take it every morning. I wake up and have it along with my coffee. And now that we're heading into cold season, we're making sure we're really staying on top of it. And even taking it with us as we travel or taking it two times a day.
1: Which is great because they actually have little travel packets that you can just slip into your bag and it's great on the go.
0: And get this, with just one scoop of AG1, you get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens for the day. Just like that, it's so easy.
1: It really is. It's the one thing we recommend to all of our friends when they're looking to take the next step in their health journey. Plus. This contains less than one gram of sugar, has no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it still tastes good.
0: It truly is the best, and our listeners get a discount, so hop on it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase.
1: All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash eastfam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So uh, then, merging world.
0: it from there, how and why a meat company
2: um so um when I left the church that I was working working on so uh so this is this is the the part i didn't say we didn't say earlier I was married before okay so huge proponent of being married, um, huge mm-hmm. proponent of like working through staying together, but in my situation and in um you know like it doesn't always work mm-hmm. and especially coming from being in ministry and like, you know, we, we push like every marriage has a hundred percent chance of mm-hmm. working a hundred percent chance of the time. Right. Um, but the reality is like where, you know, um, we live in a fallen world mm-hmm. and people, you know, are fallen. So, um, <clears throat> and you know, we just couldn't make it work. Like, and just, just could not make it work. And we went to counseling and like for y- five years of counseling, we didn't have any kids. Um, thankfully, um and so after like just we finally just realized you know what this just we just we just don't work I mean mm-hmm. oil and water just did not work and so um um uh when when we got divorced I took a sabbatical from the church just to kind of go like um you know, it was a real it was actually a kind of a really low spot mm-hmm. in my life because um I loved leading worship I loved doing you know music and. Um, I just, um, but for several years leading up to us getting divorced, I was just pretty miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so took a sabbatical and in that time I worked for a meat company doing outside sales, traveling all across the country. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's where I, um, it was, it was very short and, but I, I went, I looked up and I went, man, this is really wrong. Like the, like the, the customer, I, I realize that the consumer has no idea what they're getting sold what's in it where it's coming from and people will just buy anything Mm -hmm. um, anything with a label on it and um, so but uh, I did that for a few months um, actually quit because I didn't feel good in my spirit I was like man this is like I I don't want to work for a company like this Um, and um, but I I remember thinking I had the thought then somebody could do, somebody could do this, could probably do this and do it ethically and transparently, um, and it'd be a, a good business. Um, came back, uh, started doing ministry again in that time, um, met Corley, um, date, uh, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was kind of convoluted through there, but, um, met Corley, dated Corley, married Corley, um, we moved to Chicago, worked for a church for a little while, Um, that didn't work out, came back to Houston, um, launched a spell events. We were doing the, the, the wedding venue. I was, I was leading worship at different churches on the weekends and helping her with weddings and stuff. And, um, and just one morning I, I just, I clearly heard God's voice, start a meat company. And I, I, I was, I was getting ready. I came out of the bathroom and I told Corley, I said, I think I just heard God tell me to start a meat company and Mm -hmm. expecting her to go. What? that's crazy mm-hmm. um, but she didn't she said okay and i'm like that's it let's okay. go and she's like yeah, if, if you, <laughs> yeah she said if you heard god then let's i'm i support you I'm, I'm behind you and and that um i don't i don't tell her this enough um but that was just like um if 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 you're a couple listening um uh your wife believing you as a man your wife believing in you it's all you need like freaking yeah. truth Dang, dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, and uh, and I I had never had that kind mm-hmm. of support before. So, like that, I was just like, okay. And um, what I didn't tell her is we were going to max out all our credit cards. <laughs> we we're going to take all our money from savings. <laughs> I was going to borrow money from her mother, from her mother, my mother-in-law, um, and not tell her. Um, <laughs> oh no! Oh, this is no. the blueprint for how to start a company right yeah. here. Yes. Tips from Ben. <laughs> we had just had our first. Uh, our first boy bear and um and we went all in we went all in yeah, yeah, we went we went all in but um yeah
3: tried to go to the gas station the day we opened up sales and credit cards were declined oh, yeah, yeah
2: we couldn't even yeah we couldn't buy water like I was trying to get like a water and a protein bar and like her and bear were in the car and I'm like I'll try this one I'll try this one <laughs> Yeah, we were, yeah, we were, we were all in, but we knew we heard God's voice yeah, and, yeah. and, um, total peace. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that. that's the way it, the ec- eclectic life that, that I've, I've lived is, um, I believe that God never gives you the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he said, when he says to do something, you just, you, you do it, you go. And, um, at the moment, God tells you that the moment God commands you to do something, you're equipped and, and in and, and that's either by what you already have or the people that are that are around you um like Moses um when god when god told Moses to go talk to pharaoh um he said but I'm, I'm paraphrasing um but he said I don't speak well mm-hmm. and, but he said but he he had Aaron and he mm-hmm. said Aaron went with him um he was already equipped at the moment god commanded him and um uh, yeah i i live my life knowing that God never shows you the whole picture. He just says, he speaks, and, and the people who follow that, like just follow that, that voice. And I think so many times people, um, see there's God's promises and there's God's commands. And a promise never, a promise is, um, is it will never change. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, God promised Abraham uh, a son, that he would be father of many nations. Well, that never changed, even though Abraham um, tried to take matters into his own hand, failed, messed up, all of, all of those things. That was God's promise. That never changed. Um, but God also gave Abraham some commands, like take Isaac up on the mountain and sacrifice him. Well, it's a good thing he didn't take that as a promise, um, at, but rather a command of to keep listening, because um, when he got up on the mountain, it was like, no, this was just a test. Hmm. Um, And, um, so I think so many times, like we hear God's voice or we, we have this stirring inside of us that we should do something and we, we wait way too long to try to, well, I got to get this right or I got to do this or I got to like, you should prepare. Don't get me wrong. Like don't be cavalier. But, but at the same time, like if God is for you, if God says go, go, and you're, you're gonna, you have the, all of the equipment that you need um, when God gives you that command. So,
1: yeah,
2: um, yeah. good
3: word.
1: That is good. Was there any other point in life where you felt like you heard God commanding you to do something or speak to you in that way? Yeah. Um, well, so before we started the company, so
2: I heard, I heard God say, go, you know, to start a meat company. We knew nothing about anything agriculture wise. Like, um, and, um, I was praying one morning, um, Uh, I was on the way to the gym and, and I was just, I I don't like, I, I don't know how other people do it, but I don't typically like go into a closet and pray. Um, you know, like, um, I've, I've had times where I've done that, but like for the most part, like, um, it's when I'm driving or when I'm, you know, I find, I find alone time, um, um, to, to just, to be with God and to, and to talk to God. And so, um, I was, uh, I was going to the gym one morning and I, and I just asked God, I was like, man, how are we going to get, how are we going to, I don't think I called him man, but um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, how are we going to have favor with cities? How are we going to have favors with, with, um, with, with, with like mall co- with malls to get contracts. Cause when we started off, we started doing like pop-up shops mm-hmm. and farmers markets and stuff like that. And, and, and uh, how are we going to get permits and health and like, and, and how are we going to find meat suppliers and, you know, all these things, and um and I heard I heard God say, "Give," like I heard, like uh, again. And I'm I promise you, I'm not this like God talks to me all the time mm-hmm. like kind of thing. But in, in this season, um, um, he he definitely was, and I heard him say, "Give." And I thought, man, okay, that's typical, um, <laughs> typical answer. And uh, uh but I got to thinking about it, and I'm like, okay, if we're gonna be going, if we're gonna do these pop up shops, we're gonna be going into these cities. Um, um, let's let's partner with food banks like how can we give we're, we're selling food we're going to the cities let's partner with local food banks um, and make our our location a food drive where people can bring non perishable items and then we'll give a portion of our sales back into that community that we go in so that was that was our plan our first sale we did in Waco Texas we partnered with the food bank there um, and uh, had some you know good success and um and then when we left we gave a a a, a sizable we were in a portion of our proceeds like in cash to the food bank um there and then we came back to Houston um Waco Texas is a very small mm-hmm. very small city especially compared to Houston you know third fourth largest city in the US um and i say that for buying advertising because we bought you know, we would buy the major radio stations in the market so come back to Houston thinking okay well where where do we go next um doing the, you know, these, these truck sales. And I heard God, like, I, I really felt like that we should do Houston. So I went and to drove over to the mall, um, that close to where we, where we live, live, talked to the, to the, the rep there. And he said, Oh, I'm actually the, the, um, the regional manager for all of the malls in the Houston area that, that, you know, that certain chain of mall. And he said, man, he's like, why don't you, we could set you up, um, all around the city at five different malls. Um, and uh that way when you buy the radio here you know people uh, you'll have all these different locations and I thought yeah that's a great idea let's do that um not really taking into account how expensive that would be yeah. um the advertising the amount of meat that we would need um you know the the trucks people to work them luckily i have six brothers um oh <laughs> <God>. uh, <clears throat> so i said all that to say um we this is the part where we max out all our credit cards um like doing Waco was safe and, and we, um, like, like that was this, like the safe bet. Um, but Houston was way too big for us to take on for being brand new or only our second city to do. And, um, so we, um, extended all of our credit, getting meat, getting trucks, getting, um, uh, buying radio ads, buying, um, on multiple different uh, major radio stations across Houston and, um, about three days before we were supposed to open, like all the money spent, we're like, it, like and non-refundable, um, and, uh, three days before the health department calls and says, Hey, Mr. Spell, we, we have this permit here, um, for you. Um, but we're not going to be able, we're going to, we're going to reject it. We, we don't allow what you're, what you're trying to do. We don't, we don't allow that in the city of Houston. I'm like, but I I talked to you like a month ago about this, uh, and you said, "Yeah, we can do it." She's like, "I'm sorry, I didn't have a full understanding of what you actually said you were doing. You can't sell food out of a truck um, in Houston unless you're part of an event." I'm like, "What's an event?" She's like, "Well, like the Houston rodeo, or a carnival, or a fair, or a concert." And I'm like, "Okay, how can we put together a carnival?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like uh, in my mind, I'm like, "What? Can, like what?" And I mean, I'm I'm devastated yeah. sitting here. Getting this, this just this rejection and knowing that all of our money is tied up and getting um, the these these sales open by this weekend, and um, I I, you know I I think I'm a pr- persuasive person and I did all of the persuading I could do with her on the phone and she's like she's like she's like I- I'm sorry but we're we're gonna we're gonna say no, hang up the phone I go talk to Corley and uh, I said hey health department just said they're not going to allow us to do any of this. And uh, so tell her the story. And then she reminds me, she said, well, what about the food drives? Did you say anything about the food drives? And I was like, no, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't even, I didn't think about it. So I called the health lady back and I said, uh, because we had already partnered with the Houston Food Bank at this time um, for each of our locations to be a food drive. And I called the health department back and I said, hey, um, we're partnering with the Houston Food Bank in each of our, Locations is uh, a food drive for the Houston Food Bank. Would that nice. be considered an event? And she said, "Absolutely, that wow. would be considered an event." And you know, yeah. coming in clutch. Yeah, yeah. yeah event yeah, yeah. planner. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. tell me to plan an event. <laughs> yes. yeah, I will plan an event. Um, and and <laughs> opening those sales in Houston is what launched Good Ranchers. Like that's we bad. had, we we opened on Friday and we were sold out by Sunday. And wow. we thought we had two weeks worth of meat, like uh, on all of our trucks, and we sold out by Sunday. And uh, that, that's really what launched us. Um, but if, you know, but it was because we heard God say give and partner with food banks in the beginning. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if we, but we had no idea that we wouldn't even be able in a lot of cities, we wouldn't have even been able to open up and do, you know, our business model if we weren't partnering with. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that's amazing. So.
1: You know, whenever I look at pictures of our kids from the past year, I'm amazed at how fast they're growing up.
0: Oh my gosh, me too. And we've been doing a deep dive into old photos lately.
1: Sometimes the thought hits me hard that I'm getting older too. And this has led me to think a lot about the legacy I want to leave behind, what kind of parent I want to be, and things like our family's financial security.
0: We've been talking a lot about this recently and are excited to share that Fabric by Gerber Life makes it simple to get the protection that's right for your family.
1: Life insurance doesn't have to be some big confusing topic. Fabric by Gerber Life was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes.
0: 10 minutes is crazy fast. Plus, it's all online and on your schedule. No appointments, scheduling, or piles of paperwork. Just apply when it's convenient for you.
1: This is the first company I've heard of where you can go from start to covered in less than 10 minutes with no health exam required, and they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. Join the thousands of parents who trust Fabric to protect their family. Apply in just minutes at meetfabric.com slash eastfam.
0: That's meetfabric.com slash eastfam. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash eastfan.
1: Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. We'll also link it down below and let's get back to it. If you know Sean, you know that she's a big planner.
0: Babe, trust me, it's for the best. Also with the holidays coming up, we have to plan.
1: Oh, I know, we got an exciting few months ahead.
0: Uh, I think that's why I love modern fertility so much. (sighs) Wink, wink, it helped us plan for the future. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. I just sent this to my best friend and she used it as well. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, which is AKA like how many eggs you have compared to other women your age and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps.
1: Wow, babe, you really know a lot about this. And also, one thing I know is that traditional testing can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the cost.
0: Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com eastfam30. This is a limited time offer for $30 off. That means your test will cost $169 instead of the hundreds or even thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash eastfam30. modernfertility.com slash eastfam30.
1: We literally have this sitting on our dining room table. We do. Right now. It's my
0: newest test because it's about time. Wink, wink.
1: Corley, there was no point when all the credit cards were maxed out or like this <laughs> chaos was happening with, Oh, we actually can't let you in the malls with
0: your first son
3: I with know. a son
1: where you were like, Oh, maybe that wasn't God, you know, <laughs> like, <I> know. Or <laughs>
3: was there a moment of doubt? I feel like there probably was. I
1: think it was going too fast to,
3: it was just, yeah, so fast. I mean, the day is like, you guys know, like you're just living this life where you're like doing diff- so many different things all at once. I don't remember a time where I was like, questioning it, though. I really don't. I feel like we've gone through a lot in our in our marriage and a lot of difficult times like that, and I've always just had peace from God. I'm like, I know it's going to be okay. And same with that season, too.
1: That's a super interesting flip side, because people always say, uh, like, busyness is a form of sin, right? Mm. <coughs> but there's also a story in the Bible about Nehemiah when he's building the, the wall, yeah. and people keep trying to, like, approach him with requests, and he's he, his response is, I'm doing a good thing, and I I cannot come down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's like, to your point, it's like, Hey, we we're engaged in this task and this activity mm-hmm. and we're not like, you know, worried. We're not sitting there mulling over, Oh, this isn't going smoothly or like what could be going better. Yeah. But I'm curious, how would you describe the operating system of Ben in, Ben and Corley? Because there are a handful of people in my life, mm-hmm. my dad being one of them, mm-hmm. probably Josh being another, who's like a dear mentor where it's they they kind of it's like this intuitive um go with the flow it's not planned out like this he used the word himself eclectic a couple times and it's like and it works out (laughs) it's like uh how what what is that term i'm trying to describe i can't figure it out but how do you guys make decisions?
3: Yeah. And it's so funny because naturally I am a planner. Like mm-hmm. I, I love order. I love planning, getting the itinerary together for whatever it is, but we do live this life where we're just kind of like, we don't know what's going to happen next year, but we know it's going to be great. And mm. and we just take that next step together. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that we're in God's will. Um, so I yeah, we don't have this like game plan every time, but we have peace.
2: You keep your priorities right, mm. you keep your heart pure, your motives pure. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It, th- this is a completely separate theological question, but like, or topic, I would say. But you know, sometimes I categorize our life into God's elect. Um, again, mm. don't want to get too deep into that, but like, this is deep, it's deep. <laughs> this is getting deep quick. <laughs> no, because we, because we ask her, like, we do, like, it's just like, man,
1: it just works out. Like, it's
2: just kind of, you know, and then with our business, it's, we, we realized this the other day, um, with good ranchers, at least we've, um, this is our fourth year and we've, we've had four kids. We've had one year for every year of one kid for every year. We've been in business. Talk about that.
0: I was going to say that (laughs) throws a wrench on both sides of that story.
2: (laughs) Like that makes
0: the kid thing harder and that makes the business thing harder.
2: Grow a business, grow a family at the same time
0: feel like if there's a couple to do it though
2: yeah
1: why why yeah. why you
3: i don't i guess because we can handle a lot At we can handle a lot of stress without breaking and the fact that our marriage is great you know but i you know all of that goes into your relationship with god right mm-hmm. and making sure like that's the first thing and then your your spouse, and then your family, and then your business. And I feel like we keep those things in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah. does um,
1: give off some chill vibes. Even the, yeah. even the pace at which she I blinks, know. it's like, it's chill. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so yeah. That's what everyone <laughs> says. Like, You're
3: so, go with the flow. You're so chill. I'm hoping that is feeding into my children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's feeding into us already, so it has to be. I am curious, though, because you are just the busy types. So you feed off of that. What does your life look like <clears throat> when you're not busy? Are you guys good with silence? And because like Andrew and I are not, <laughs> we have a hard time when we're not busy. We like to yeah. fill our schedules.
1: Literally, we'll sit there and be like an hour, and it'll be like, "Hey, I gotta go lift weights," or "I gotta go," and it's yeah. very, it's mm-hmm. very uncomfortable to just sit.
3: It is, that is the same way with us. Like we cannot <laughs> sit at home. Mm-hmm. COVID was so horrible to us. <laughs> it was so terrible. So maybe I that's why COVID we started a business. <laughs> to, no, to just, I mean, having yeah. to quarantine. Maybe that's why we started the business because we we're like, no, we need people. We need to see people. So we started the business and it made our employees come to us. Maybe that's why we did it because we want, we missed our friends. Yeah. So now all of our friends work for us by Good that's Ranchers. Great. That's awesome. <laughs> Naturally. But yeah, we get super bored at home. Like we have to be, we mm-hmm. have to have someone over for dinner. We have to have families over. We need to go, do things
2: yeah When that's like i will say this like we um uh, and i think we we share this in common with you guys like we we believe in community like um we are like humans are communal beings like we're tribal people and like we actually need each other to exist like we need community we need friends you need relationships um and um this is i didn't know this when we started like Again, thought I was going to be a pastor. Where I mean, was a pastor, and like I thought one day we would like my plan was to, like actually like start a church, plan a church. Um, but like since and I really thought Good Ranchers was just kind of like a means to an end, like mm-hmm. like okay, we'll do this for a little while and and then either turn it over or sell it or just something. But I, th- I really thought it was going to be like a a means to an end, and then we would plan a church. But man, we're we actually love it, and like we, I mean from someone who was in full-time ministry and now is like full-time business owner. Um, like I legitimately know that I've done more ministry through our business than I ever did working for a church, not Mm -hmm. working for a church or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, but ministry is meeting the needs of people. Um, like that's when you minister someone, you meet their needs. Um, and, um, like we've, we have donated, millions of meals. Um we need to update our website by the way, but we've donated, you know, well over a million meals um to food banks across the country. During COVID, we were able to we were still operating our trucks, we're 100% online now, but during COVID we were still operating out of trucks and um we would uh, multiple times that year we would park our truck in a parking lot, and get on the radio and say, "Hey, we're giving it all away." And we would have my cars. You know, I lined That's up. That's amazing. For as long as we gave a whole truck of meat away. <laughs> That's sick. Um, as people yeah. just drove through, yeah, you take it, you take mm-hmm. it, you take it. We did that in yeah. Vegas. We did it in Houston a few times, um, and uh, on top of still giving to food banks and mm-hmm. and, uh, and stuff like that.
0: So. I actually remember that during COVID here, there were local companies who had freezers full of meat mm-hmm. and that were giving them away or selling them at a discount. Yeah, and that was something people fought over because mm-hmm. it was really hard to find. Yeah, and that was like a huge. <clears throat> gift during COVID was being yeah. able to find meat, meat. I, I don't know. know if you remember that for us too yeah
1: there's a I ju- a friend just sent me a clip from oh shoot the michael jordan documentary the last the last dance the last dance where he's talking about him pushing his teammates to like hey you were not known as a nice guy you were like the guy always driving and he's kind of speaking about this topic of excellence where he's mm-hmm. like hey look doing excellent things comes with the cost and there is something I think so powerful about not trying to be um, like, hey, you know, I'm I'm doing worship through singing songs for sure. That's beautiful. We need that. But also something about like pushing towards excellence and like this way, whether you're talking about on the basketball court, like in business, when you're when you're building a team that is working towards a cause, I feel like there is something. Holy about that!
0: Yeah. One in five Americans have quote learn a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babel.
1: Babel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Plus, Babel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world.
0: Andrew and I have been learning Spanish on Babbel, and it's been so fun. We've wanted to learn a new language for so long, and I finally started. We've learned how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants, all without having to consult language apps, which is so cool.
1: It's crazy how fast your brain picks up a new language when it's presented in a relatable way. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for you, our listeners. Right now, you can get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for you. You go to babbel.com slash now
0: I- I want to ask a question off of that, though, that I've been thinking this whole time is the two industry differences of you're within a meat company now and you came from a church, but you still have the church qualities and the foundation and morals. At what point do those worlds fight when it becomes such a successful business? How do you always maintain that foundation of we need to still be like we need to still keep those good intentions and not just be fighting to be now a top hundred business in the company or in the world. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um,
3: so as we grow, like the core of good ranchers is we're, you know, we're Christians we're believers, all those things. And I feel like we've kind of been able to keep that throughout all of our employees, just some like they just gravitate to us. We gravitate mm-hmm. towards them. It just works out really well. But as we grow, we know we're, you know, that'll come into play more, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. But I feel like as a society, as a culture, we can all agree that like our mission is to bring people back to the table, to Mm -hmm. bring people to the table. It's so important to have discussions together at the table um, with your family, with your kids. Like I feel like now that's just so lost, you know, with screens and technology Mm -hmm. and all that. And so I feel like that's one big thing we can agree on. Um, And so I think it's like finding that common ground that's not overly in your face, you know, we're Christians and that, mm-hmm. but just keeping that at the center between people. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, we have the, uh, going back to like, there's, there's this divide of, in, in like the Christian world of like in the church, I would say like big C church of you feel like there's ministry and then there's like secular work. If you were a Christ follower, you're in ministry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you work at Exxon or, have your own business or, um, or work at a church. There's no such like there is there sh- there is no divide. Um, but like if if you're a if you are a believer, then you're in ministry and you minister to everyone around you. Like that's like, that's yeah. just what it's that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and I didn't even realize that though. Like I didn't realize that working at a church, but coming from the church world to now being in um, the business world, we still um, I think to answer your question, we still, we view good ranchers, um, as a ministry. Um, yeah. and like we've, uh, with, with, uh, with the food banks that we, that we serve with the people, um, like we, we have an intimate place in people's home. Like we, we, we share birthdays and anniversaries. Like people, you know, will um, I realized this maybe a, a year or so ago, someone, um, took a picture and posted it on Instagram and, uh, and it was like their. 25th wedding anniversary dinner and they were Mm -hmm. eating our steaks and like um, like that the weight of that Mm -hmm. really hit me then i was like oh man like like we have a responsibility like these people are planning like their 25th and wedding anniversary meal around Mm -hmm. something that we're selling we have a a responsibility for this to be great and this Mm -hmm. to be excellent Mm -hmm. um and uh, like corley said our mission uh, we, we realized this um, a couple of years ago. Anybody could put meat in a box. There's lots of companies putting meat in a box. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to put meat in a box. Um, we want to bring people to the table um, because food is a fundamental human need. And um, what do you do on a first date most of the time? You go out to eat, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, like, so like, when you have people over at your house, what do you, like, it's mm-hmm. around food. The Last Supper mm-hmm. was, was around food. Like, you know, we have this idea of communion is, like this cracker and wine. No, they were, it was a meal and they were just breaking bread together. Like that was like this doing remembrance of me. This wasn't eat the cracker, drink the juice. Like I do it every Sunday at church. Um, but like this doing remembrance of me is when you're together with your friends, don't forget me. Don't forget my body that was broken. Don't forget my blood that was poured out. Mm -hmm. When you are, when you are together, um, remember me do this in remembrance of me. Come to the table have fellowship one with another, edify each other, lift each other up, do that in remembrance of me. That's communion. And that's just, and so our mission, and that's why we, you know, we strongly feel um, that, you know, we're doing ministry more now than we ever did before is because we're bringing people to the table um, of fellowship and of communion and, um, and, and giving quality food that they can trust uh, on that table.
3: Yeah. I would say one of my favorite characteristics of Christ is hospitality. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we do that well as a, as a couple. And so I feel like it flows into our businesses.
1: We just uh, had the opportunity to go down to Atlanta and stay with a Chick-fil-A family, which was absolutely wild. Don't know how that happened, but they hosted us and they had like um, the food that our kids eat. They had like a little baby bath thing for us. And it was like, dang, there's something about when. Yeah. People put that thought into the details of being hosted where you're like, wow, I just feel, you feel disarmed. Loved. And it's yeah. like, um, if you wouldn't mind sharing though, you on this topic of fellowship and community, I feel like, uh, a temptation when something is going poorly, at least in my life, is I kind of isolate myself, and pull back from community, from fellowship, mm-hmm. you being on staff at a church. Was this during the, marriage mm-hmm. yeah how is that because there's a lot of dynamics one being out a church to like that being probably the main source of your community like mm-hmm. how did you navigate
2: um so it was actually the loneliest time in my life um because like like that church family was was my family mm-hmm. and um and so i through um um yeah when like so, so during the the hard times of the marriage um it man we we live in such a, a it's so easy to fake it today mm-hmm. because like you know you can just take a you can take a picture with your with your spouse and post it on Instagram and or Facebook and Everybody thinks, "Oh, look at them! They're perfect and they're happy." Mm-hmm. And like on the inside, you're just dying, right? But anybody can pose for a picture. And we mm-hmm. live in this world where, like, we're, we're very easily um, not judged, but uh, known mm-hmm. by your social presence, right? So, um, so like we looked perfect on the outside and 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 around people, so no one knew. So it was a very it was a very lonely time because. Um, on the inside, I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to be around people. I didn't want to, and I'm a very, I'm a very like, like I, I need people. Like, um, I'm the type of person I, I would love, I I have no fear of being around people. I like being around people. Like people charge me. Um, but like, I would like, I would go to a party where I don't know anyone. Um, um, and I love that situation. Yeah. Yeah, like and like but um it, I could just go and just sit in the room and just like watch. I like to people watch. <laughs> I, I like to people watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh but uh but yeah, I I like being around people. Um mm-hmm. and uh and I mean I don't and I don't have to be like even have to be engaging in conversation. I just like being around people. Mm-hmm. I like you know seeing what's going on and hearing what's going on. It makes me sound like a it <laughs> sound kind of creepy, I don't mean it that way but uh but anyway uh and then so then when when I got divorced and um and that like it was it, that was the loneliest time of my life, like because mm-hmm. um all of that community that I had, all of that relationship that I had um you know divorce is bad like mm-hmm. there's no win- like there's no winners like, mm-hmm. like everyone loses and um well, because divorce is death mm-hmm. it really is it's like a severing of 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 uh, and um and so, yeah. I mean, I I, I legitimately had to start over. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't think that would be the case, but um, it was. You
1: know, so did you have to leave the church? I did. Dang. I did. Yeah. I, well, I didn't have to
2: leave the church, mm-hmm. um, um, but okay. it just. You're strongly encouraged yeah, to. Leave. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it was. Mm-hmm. That's like kind of. It's just. Yeah. yeah complicated. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> On the one hand, it's wow. This is exactly and you need Mm -hmm. church the most, right? Like the community. Anyway, a lot of thoughts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's part two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's, this is more directly for listeners, but I feel like we do have a a community of people who are single or coming from a divorce or a a ex or a divorce. Mm -hmm. How, asking you, Poorly, what's the best way to support someone going into a new relationship if they're coming from either a broken relationship or a divorce or
3: yeah i would say so before we got married i had just come out of a really terrible relationship myself we weren't married mm-hmm. but we might as well have been like it was so bad and so i feel like both of us coming from these really terrible situations that's kind of what went into the whirlwind romance and we you know got married quickly but we have had the same, what?
2: The non PG version <laughs> is we actually, the first time I met Coralie was on a double date with my ex and her ex.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. There's the. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is a wild. <laughs> so weird.
2: Our <laughs> first picture together is that. that I mean, is
0: Worlds colliding. Yeah.
2: A great
1: story. Hey, it was just a forecast. I don't recommend okay. it. <laughs> I, I, don't do
3: that. <laughs> don't do that maybe Uh. no um i would say just really listen to your intuition and to god obviously but any red flags move on Uh. Mm -hmm. don't don't try to make it work if it's not if it has to be work made work in the dating process like i feel like so many times we have so many like young friends young couples that are dating or newly married and like our um our first assistant that we hired at Spell Events, she's happily married now and she's great, and they have a baby, and I'm so happy for her. But we watched her go through those early mm-hmm. college years of you know those relationships, and I'm like, girl, just move on, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's easier said than done when you're yeah. in it. You know, it's mm-hmm. really hard to let it if go. Dating
2: isn't good. If dating isn't great, done. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because that, marriage true. will be hard. If dating yes. isn't, if 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 you're if you guys aren't madly in love, if you're fighting all the time, even you. If you guys are fighting all the time, even if you're supposed to be getting married in two weeks, like if you're fighting all the time, hit the pause button like Mm -hmm. because it doesn't get like it doesn't get better. How, How you date is how you will be married.
0: Okay, mamas, ladies, after having three babies, I never thought I would wear an underwire bra again until I found Skims. So right before I had Bear, Skims sent me a couple of maternity bras and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear maternity bras. They're so uncomfortable. They're not for me. I tried them on. They are the most supportive, most amazing, only maternity bra I have worn this entire pregnancy. On top of that, the material is so soft and the straps are adjustable for maximum comfort. And it fits every woman out there. They have a million sizes to choose from. My favorite Skims bra ever is the, quote, fits everybody t-shirt bra and it's literally the best t-shirt bra I have ever worn. It's seamless, flawless, perfect. You're going to love it. If you're a fan of no underwire, the products I would highly recommend are the wireless form t-shirt bra and the no-show unlined demi-bra. I like the color sand because you can't see it through white t-shirts, which is the color I usually go with, but they have a color for everybody. Whether you're pregnant, postpartum, nursing, or none of the above, and you just want a good bra, go to Skims. They've got one for everyone. Shop Skims bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes, 30A all the way to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select couple things in the drop-down menu that follows, skims.com.
1: And how fitting is this? Today's show is also sponsored by, you guessed it, The Good Ranchers. We are honored to sit down and hear about their story and we also wanted to tell you a little bit more about their product.
0: Yes, and stay tuned because it only gets more interesting. The Good Ranchers are here to change the way you buy meat and hope to bring everyone to the table to share in the best of what makes life good. Good Ranchers is an accessible and affordable bridge between you and American farmers.
1: What we love most about the Good Ranchers is that 100% of their meat is born, raised, and harvested in the United States. Your order is supporting local American farmers instead of foreign corporations.
0: I think one of my favorite things that they do is they donate 10 meals to families in need for every box purchased. So you can eat good and do good at the same time. On top of it being a meat delivery service that's budget-friendly, Good Ranchers is honestly steakhouse quality. We used their steaks for date night one night and they were so incredible.
1: Good Ranchers was kind enough to give our listeners you a special code. You can use code FAMILYMADE for $30 off plus free express shipping. Visit goodranchers.com forward slash family to get $30 off plus free express shipping on your order. We'll also link it down below and let's get back to it.
0: I actually remember someone telling me that, um, coming <laughs> off of like a bad relationship meeting Andrew, there's such this like, oh, fictional story you tell yourself of, oh, I can change you know, or I can change them or it'll get better once. Right. And really it truly is like, yeah. who you date is who you marry. Yeah. Yeah. You evolve, but yeah. you're not going to become a different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
3: I hey, feel like
2: the, the well, b- the, let's, let's be really clear the best version of yourself is when you're dating someone. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like you're, you're trying to, you're literally trying to woo that person. You're trying to make that person like you. So you, you're putting all of the best of you forward. For the, I'm mm-hmm. not pointing at you now. <laughs> I was earlier, but <laughs> yeah. you're just sitting right there. Um, <laughs> you're putting your best uh-huh. foot forward. You're putting like that. The so best the best, of yourself. the best you will be is when you're dating. hmm. Not that you can be, but I'm saying typically. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's deep. Mm-hmm.
2: What are you... Go ahead. Well,
3: I was going to say, and I feel like once you're married, those parts that you probably like tried to hide a little
2: more... Yeah, they come out. They do. Maybe right. Personified, do. that yeah. means yeah.
3: you mm. got to live with it and work through it, so... Yeah.
1: What are Ben and Corley's goals? Mm-hmm. What's a successful Ra- life? Raise good humans.
2: Yeah. Raise, Number one. raise solid children in a crazy messed up world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like this, this world is something else, but it's, yeah. it's ours and it's where we live. So, um, yeah, our first and foremost, our, um, you know, like, uh, as a, like as a ex pastor or, or, however you want to call it, former, former, former pastor, <laughs> um, <laughs> My ministry, my first ministry is to my family and to my kids, Mm -hmm. like before, um, before other people, before the church, before Mm -hmm. um, not before God, but before Mm -hmm. the church, before other people, before our business. Um, It's it's to my kids, and um, I want to I want to be able to uh, be there for my for my for my children, be there for my kids, and watch them grow. Like I mean, honestly, like biggest aspiration is to just. Race kids who love God, um, love each other, uh, honor people mm-hmm. and um, yeah, yeah, what about
3: you I agree
1: has and, has and, and not
2: you know, just hopefully they won't be like vegetarians
3: <laughs> 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 or
4: vegans
1: yeah, yeah that would be that would be the worst uh, <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> be <embarrassing. laughs> how has been growing a company at the pace you have been with like has there been a lot of things that need to get figured out as far as, Oh yeah. Even with our, I mean, we're not near the size good ranchers is, but it's like, man, it's time intensive. Kids mm-hmm. are time intensive. Oh, yeah. Business is time intensive.
3: Yeah. And that's like the heart, like all of our hearts are the same because that's the most that you know is like what mm-hmm. season you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, you could look at us and say, Oh, it's probably harder for them because they have more kids. But it's like, it was really hard when we had one kid because mm-hmm. that was just, we were just
2: pushing it. Yeah. You know, well, that's but, all you know.
3: Yeah. That's yeah. all you know.
2: Yeah, more kids. Yeah, you, it's, yeah, your life is just as hard with two kids as our, heart, as our life is with four kids because it's what you have. Like, yeah.
3: Like, and sometimes I say like, oh, we're building a business, we're operating from the trenches. But I wonder, I'm like, is that why things are going so well? Is that why, because you're, I don't know, because you're putting in more effort? I don't know.
1: Interesting.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. We
3: are in the trenches yes. at all times.
2: Our kids are amazing though. That helps. Well, does help. Out
3: of all the things, I'm most proud of my children.
2: I'm most proud of my our five year old. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had some steaks out and I put them on the counter, (laughs) and uh, and he walks by and he goes, Mm. "Ribeye," and just keeps on walking. (laughs) on The five year old. That's amazing. My heart. And then I look over a few minutes later, um, and our three year old, his name is Wilder, rightfully named, uh, um, and. And he's licking the raw meat. Oh my gosh! Dude, there you go. Yeah, that sounds
0: like our second kid for so, sure. <laughs> our second kid will <laughs> lick anything off the ground. Yeah.
1: yeah. Ben, I don't know if you knew this. I am the proud co-founder of a local group here called oh the Nashville gosh. Grill Club. Okay. Let's, it's like a let's go really elite yeah. group of dads of meet on a weekly Way basis. Way exaggerating. No, it's this real. This not like this a is thing. this is the elite of the elite. It's real. <laughs> we have. Proprietary techniques, <laughs> the double sear yeah, for man. the tomahawk steak. Come on. Am I wrong, though? We're good. We're good. We got a spice man, that's a sauce good. man, and, and the grill man, a wingman. I, I, wing I, I want to join the club. <laughs> we have tried. I think
0: you are the most qualified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you are.
1: laughs> we have tried. so I'll let you know in the next let, one. Let me, let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll start. I will start say, though, kind of
0: bringing a full circle moment. During covid we felt like we were losing so much community that we actually had this really small group of friends. It was three couples um, who kind of just became our COVID community yeah. and they came over every other day and all we would do is grill mm-hmm. yeah. and we would grill a meal together and eat dinner and it became this thing where the guys would grill meat mm-hmm. and the gr- we would just sit and have time together.
1: NGC, yeah. baby. Still yeah. yeah. Love it got t-shirts and everything we can we can maybe send you some it's amazing exclusive merch yeah i'm kind of kidding but i'm also not yeah yeah no no, he's serious completely sarcastic no he's he's serious there is something special about cooking though where it's like i found it such a there's very few things in life where it just consumes it's like doing a puzzle you're fully Mm -hmm. focused on it you're like building something or like progressing through something and when you're doing it with people it's such Mm -hmm. a like you're not on your phone mm-hmm. when you're doing that. It's like, hey, tell me about how your week was, you know. And it's it unlocks a lot of the magic of relationships. But yeah. and the thing about grilling is, one man can't grill, <laughs> not not effectively. You need <laughs> one man
2: to do the work and another to stand there and tell him what he should. Exactly, do. Right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> I will say the amount of uh. fires
0: I've actually seen them start though has been concerning. There was one day. There was one day in the middle of COVID. I look out our like patio doors. Our baby, our infant, is like crying yeah. in the nursery. I'm like trying to balance both, <laughs> and I just videos. turn, and the, our <laughs> entire like Traeger grill, so big, big grill, is completely engulfed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh!
1: Turns out when the little thing says you should clean it, yeah, you should clean it. it. But yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> I got a lot of videos.
0: Yeah, yeah. Last question for you guys: I'm charcoal
1: all the way, about <laughs> Okay, really mom. good to know. Purest. <laughs> like my pancakes. Um, Said that twice now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: If you guys were to take away one lesson for from your time married, your time when you were dating and single, starting a business together, operating now a very successful business, coming from the church, all of it with four kids, all, all about up. 15 months apart, <laughs> yeah. each one. What's your biggest lesson in relationships that you would share? Give grace, a lot of Grace.
1: Freaking here for it. Did you hear that? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah. did
3: you hear that? <laughs> I mean, it's a daily reminder, though. You have mm-hmm. to get it into a ritual, right? To to keep it going. But I would say grace.
2: Yeah, um, it's we we try to be very intentional, even with our kids, um, that we came first, and we 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 remind ourselves, uh, and we tell our kid we even though they're they're little and they don't fully understand um we tell them that we come first the other night we went on a date and and we were leaving and sometimes you know some um I don't don't know what you guys do but um like some people try to like sneak out of the house because they don't Mm -hmm. want the kids like but um and there's an age where that Mm -hmm. that that's appropriate Um, but with like our five-year-old um um I I told him I said hey mommy and daddy are going on a date Mm -hmm. but I don't want you to leave and I said well son me and mommy were here before you were here and mm-hmm. just kind of explained to him that we have a relationship and we, we have, and we work on our relationship and we need to spend time with just each other. Um, mm-hmm. And so we, it, it's hard as it is. We make time to be with, with each other.
4: Hmm. Yeah. I love
1: that. I'm inspired. I think uh, the two things that stuck out from this conversation, one, you don't know what next year is going to look like, but you know, it's going to be great. That's right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's the most important thing. Like yeah. it could be for on paper a terrible year. Yeah. The business could not do well, something could happen, whatever. Yeah. But it's like when you have the perspective that this is special, this is mm-hmm. for a reason, this is great. That that puts everything in a different light, you know? Yeah. And there's something so powerful about that. The other thing that just gives me chills thinking about it is when your wife believes in you mm-hmm. as a husband. So we've been married six and a half years and never did I really feel like I needed Sean's like support, which is arrogant. But (laughs) until two months ago, there was like something that happened and I was really just like on the rocks. I felt just, I was not in a good place. And Sean was like, she's like, Hey, we can handle this. We got this. Mm -hmm. And that was so amazing. Like six years in here I am just like doing my thing. And then I hit a, Uh, Speed bump and she's right there to like hold my hand through it. It's like Man, that's the best part of marriage, you know, it's so awesome and you need the Like you can't get it anywhere else besides marriage. You need the commitment. You need the daily struggles like the the hiccups that happen No, it's magic. No one can support you like your wife. No one can tear you down Mm.
2: Mm -hmm. Like like your wife. Yeah Yeah. Like like you, you guys's words to us mean more on the positive and on the negative mm-hmm. than any other voice. Yeah. Any other yeah. voice. There's a, uh, there's a story um, of, of, of a man and his wife, they've, uh, an older man and a wife. They're, they're sitting at a red light and, um, and look over and there's a guy like doing, like mowing the sidewalk or picking up trash. And the man, um, he's the mayor of the little town that they live in. And he looks at his wife and he says, Hey, isn't that, so-and-so and she's like oh yeah it is he's like didn't you date him in high school and she said yeah i did and he said well aren't you glad you married me instead of him because i'm the mayor of the city and she said honey if i'd have married him he'd
1: be the mayor oh, <laughs> That's awesome. I, That's love yeah. <laughs> I love That's that. it's freaking true ain't it true to that, <laughs> yeah. man. oh man um i am i i'm thinking of the word bob goff is the term love bob. Wh- yeah whimsy and I feel like that's kind of uh, that's kind of how I'm perceiving from an outside viewpoint your guys' life, and yeah. I I appreciate that.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, we didn't even talk about the hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Part
1: two. Part two.
0: Part
3: two. Yeah. Thank we'll you for the in. time.
2: This yeah. was a real yeah. treat. Yeah. Dude, thank you guys. We're we're so excited to be here. I didn't say that at the beginning, but thank y'all for for yeah. having us on. We're um, it's a pleasure to meet y'all. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, yeah,
0: we're excited to sponsor the show. Let's We're excited. <laughs> yeah. I There's am God. beyond sold in now. Are you getting <laughs> now learning everything?
3: That's awesome.
0: I will say, and I don't know if this will make this part, but I think the most fascinating thing, being able to work with different businesses and so many over the years, it's really cool to find the ones who truly have a heart for the intentionality behind their business. Yeah. So often you find people who are starting businesses for the success of it. And, whatever success looks like to them they'll figure it out and make it yeah. whether it's doing not as high quality or mm-hmm. cut it cutting co- whatever it is mm-hmm. and just to hear the intentionality behind what it is you're creating is really really powerful yeah
1: yeah thank so, you
0: yeah appreciate that
1: thanks for letting us be a part of it this was a real treat if you want to find out more about Ben Corley Good Ranchers spell event, event yeah or, We'll uh, (laughs) we'll include some information, (laughs) but this was a treat.
2: Thank you, guys. Thank you.